welcome to the Carmen Collected Podcast, Season 2, Communication and Dialogue, last episode, Social Media. Now, it's been a while since I posted, almost half a year, and I don't think nobody's interested in excuses. I could have said any kind of excuses, which probably all of you went through. It's been a strange couple of months for everyone. I don't know what you've been through. Maybe even harder shit than me. Who knows? So I think it's best if we stop with the excuses and just go through today's episode. One thing I will promise though, this little project is not abandoned. The third season, I already have an idea for it and it's gonna be different. It's gonna be about self-acceptance, about Eastern philosophy, meditation, thinking, I'm thinking of naming it the seven stages of grief. (laughs) I think all of us have been through the seven stages of grief, be it the pandemic, be it loved ones, be it job changes, country changes, who knows what we've been through. And I have gained an interesting perspective, at least in my opinion, who knows, I'm just a bald guy trying to make a podcast in his living room so but I think I have gained an interesting perspective on it that I would like to share with you so that will be for the third season Uh, hopefully next month it will be live now let's go back to today's topic social media Now, there are so many opinions on social media out there that you don't even know where to start. Some say it's the next best thing since sliced bread. Other people say it's Satan's spawn. Who knows, right? There are so many benefits and at the same time so many negatives for social media. And I don't want to rehearse what everybody said I don't want this episode to be about oh you should stop being on social media you should spend more time with the family etc etc you all know that there's no point in me telling you that it will just be like me a broken record so what I want to do instead I want to tell a bit about my experience in social media and I want to highlight the mental frame changes that social media induce. Now I will explain this uh, in more details, but let's start with what I mean by mental frame changes or changes in thinking in pattern. So I speak three languages, English, Romanian and Hungarian and I'm pretty sure any of you who might speak languages and if you pay attention to how you conduct yourself in uh, 
different languages. Now this is important. Don't judge when you pay attention because the moment you start to judge what you do when you pay attention, you lose the point of paying attention. Uh, that will be discussed more in season three. But the idea is to just look at your behavior, look at how you say, what you say. And one interesting thing I observed, especially after leaving the UK and coming back to my home country, is that I express myself differently depending on what language I speak. There are some concepts in English that doesn't translate to Romanian or Hungarian and vice versa. And the most interesting thing is that my personality modulates slightly. I will give you an example. For example, Hungarian. Now, they say, you can look it up on Google, that Hungarian is one of the most complicated language in the world. And I kind of agree with that. There's a lot of words that Hungarian uh, language uses to describe things like, um, for, for example, love. Like, love is a very <coughs> general word. Like, if you want to specify this what kind of love do you feel for someone, you actually need to specify. You need to say romantic love, uh, familiar love, uh, sibling love, etc., etc. In Hungarian, there's actually words for that, like seretet and serelem. Seretet means like general love, and serelem means romantic love specifically for your partner. This is just one of the examples, but the idea is that I want to say is that Hungarian language has a lot of words that you can express yourself. And a lot of the words let you express things like pride, like uh, national love, like uh, um, superiority. Uh, for example, you know, Alaskan people have like 40 different ways to express no. Im imagine the same thing with Hungarian language, but with emotion, with who I am, with, with, with uh, yeah, with pride, with status, with things like that. And I observed on myself and on my friends, when we express ourselves in Hungarian, we are a bit more prideful. We stand a bit more straight. We are a bit more uh, snobbish, let's say. I don't mean it as the bad thing. Please don't kill me, Hungarian people. That's just how the language is structured. And how the language is structured limits my thinking very much. Because you are only able to think in words that you are familiar with. There is no such thing as new ideas. Or you can combine existing ideas into new things, yes. But... You're limited by your own knowledge in what you are able to think up. Because, for example, English is very good at expressing ideas, complex ideas in simple words. Because the way I see the English language is like a building block. Now, that has its own pitfalls as well. Because... 
if you always try to use simple words to explain complex things, you sometimes miss the nuances, miss the hidden things, the emotions that is really hard to express. Like in Japanese language, there is an actual word that uh, describes death by overworking, which if I explain it to you like now, it misses that horrifying emotional charge that Japanese people have. They have a whole culture around stuff like this. So if you try to explain complex emotionally charged topics with a lot of words, you miss their meat, right? That's why sometimes, uh, at least in my opinion, English language and uh, <coughs> English thinking can come up as insensitive. Romanian, for example, is a very no-nonsense language. Like they are very direct. You you can actually you can look it up this on Google, and I recommend you do. Romanian is probably the only language when you can construct a sentence with more than seventeen insults in it and be grammatically correct. The whole language is constructed that way and because of that, and I think this is one of the reasons that for our history this has been a really big, I, I wouldn't say problem, but more like tension between Romanian and Hungarian, is because the whole language and how you think as a Romanian kind of puts you in opposition against snobbish behavior. And that can be well, destructive, that can be, well, you can use your imagination, but you get what I'm trying to say. Your language and the ability to express yourself is limited by your own knowledge. <laughs> the more knowledge you know, the more languages you know, the more ideas, concepts you know, that's where you can express yourself. And now, we can, after I told you this idea, we can finally go to social media now social media is very 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 dangerous because well, you know that but i'm trying to explain it from this point of view one it takes out all of the human element from the interaction now when i'm interacting with you and even this way when you're interacting with me through a podcast you can hear my voice my voice has different kinds of pitches you can tell when I'm trying to deepen my voice to sound sexy or when I'm trying to talk very fast and it gets high pitched right and depending on how I say a word on the pitch of my voice it changes the meaning the other thing is not only tone of voice but facial expressions how do you look does the other person smiles when you talk to them or the eyes crowded over are they looking at you right body language or uh, they sitting there in front of you with their hands clasped firmly in their lap do they have uh, an open stance or they lean back relaxed these things which through our history as humans being have been part of communication 
right? This is how we recognize. Is the other person serious? Is the other person making a joke? Is he being sarcastic? Is he sad? Is he saying something but actually feeling something else? We've been designed by evolution, by society, by rituals to take every facet of human communication and account it when talking to other people. And now social media comes along and it takes everything out for the sake of expediency. And the only thing it uses are words, right? And not spoken words, not like this where you can hear my pitch of words, just written words. Written words that somebody put together, that they were decided collectively that these random symbols means this, 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 right? And every day, new and new symbols, new and new grouping of words are added to this jargon. I'm pretty sure you heard about Urban Dictionary or random words like LOL that means something, right? Laughing out loud. And every day there are so many being made out because at the end of the day, these words that we used to communicate on social media are that, are just symbols that we can make up as we please. <clears throat> so, when constructing an argument in social media, you are limited to words. You take out the other part of human communication. Uh, voice, touch, uh, looks, body language, etc. Now let's take something like Twitter, for example, where it limits the amount of words you can use in order to communicate. So you have the English language, which because of its simplicity, it's very, it needs to use a lot of words to convey complex emotionally charged ideas then limit the amounts of words that you can use then take out tone facial expression body language uh, culture um, mood and construct a sentence with it right and then everybody surprised that Twitter and Facebook is a cesspool of uh, stupid ideas, of uh, basically a shitstorm, and everybody's shitposting, and everybody's making fun of each other, and everything is taken out of context. Uh, absolutely nothing is taken seriously. Of course nothing is taken seriously, because we have limited the method of communication that we are able to do so. Another example I want to tell you is Joe Rogan and traditional talk shows. Now, whoa, 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 what does that have to do with communication? Now, a lot. Joe Rogan, what he does? He is sitting down with a person, usually a professor or something along those lines, and having a three-hour conversation with them and just uploading it to the internet. Now, you would think, any sane person would think that this is a disaster waiting to happen, right? Who the fuck sits down and watches three hours of two dudes talking? Actually, a lot of people, 
Why? Well, the tone of voice is there, the facial expression is there, the body language is there, the nuances is there. There is actually time and ability to develop complex ideas and to say misunderstandings. Like, it's a lot easier to tell me say an opinion without actually <coughs> expressing it why do you think that opinion is and social media twitter facebook the likes doesn't facilitate this the only way it facilitates if you actually write a whole uh, novel <laughs> on facebook and nobody reads those right and then let's take talk shows now Talk shows have been a staple of media for ages. In every country has its own version. And the problem with talk shows is that first it has an audience. Now, what about an audience? Everything has an audience. Well, yeah, yeah, that is true. But an audience changes the dynamic. Now, imagine this. You are talking to one of your best friends. And then next to you, there are 30 people, right? Just watching and paying attention to your conversation and waiting to applause and waiting to have a reaction, waiting to comment, waiting to boo. To boo. Will you be able to have a deep and honest conversation about complex topics or will you just say shit to rile up the audience and maybe turn around your opponent and talking partner to get brand reports well the second i would do that and i like deep conversations more than anything but i would do that for the sheer hilarity of it and i think you would do you would too because that's just how humans are constructed made right and we are much more easily react to fear and stupidity than honesty right because it's more immediate. If someone says something good, something truly profound, it usually takes you five days, two bottles of vodka, and possibly an accident in order to be like, hmm, hmm, this guy was right. Maybe I shouldn't waste my life drinking. <laughs> in a position when someone says something stupid, like, uh, all midgets needs to be thrown out of the window, it's more easy to be like, oh, we need to lynch that guy, right? Because it's immediate. Fear is immediate. We are programmed. Our biological responses and synapses and neurology are programmed to respond way, 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 way faster to anything fear, anything anger-inducing, because in the olden days, we were hitting each other with sticks and stones, or, or even just in feudal days, right, in the Middle Age, it could mean life and death to react to sudden bouts of fear and anger. So, <coughs> pay attention to that, right? Social media limits our ability to think it forces us to think in a very specific way it takes out the nuances of communication and it can play upon your fear and anger because that's the thing that we instinctually react because that could mean 
a monkey survivor or not. At the same time, I just don't want to bash social media. There are some good things about it. First, it lets you react almost instantly to anything. It lets you communicate with anybody in the world. You can ask for stuff. You can clarify stuff. You can find any information. Heck, I remember at one time I was uh, starting out my career as a writer and I found a Discord community uh, called Plot Factory that were like-minded people that uh, helped me nurture my dream to write a book. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, before I forget, my book is out. It's called Curiosity at Work. You can find it on Amazon. And if I don't forget, I will link it in uh, this post. Or maybe I'll link it in one of the older ones. But all, all right, so... Uh, Let's go back to topic. And this community helped me develop my skills. And it was purely online. We purely use words. There was no face-to-face communication. To this day, I don't know if the guy I pulled myself, uh, the girl I pulled my heart into is actually a girl or a guy. I don't know and I don't particularly care. Because we managed to communicate in such a level... Now, even then, I remember there was a lot of times when we needed to explain our behavior because someone was offended. Maybe someone made a racist joke, which was not actually a racist joke. Like, in our, I mean, Eastern European culture, uh, we make a lot of fun of ourselves. British humor, for example, is very, very dark, and there was very... Uh, a lot of misunderstanding between American and British people because of their humor. But be explained. Yeah, with words, with text, it took a lot of while. It can be done. I'm not saying that social media, you need to run with it and never use it because you lose the nuances of communication. If you have the patience and the ability, it can be explained. It's just harder. And it's a bit more impersonal. And most importantly... We need the human connection. We need to see, we need to touch, we need to hear the other person to truly feel connected. That's just how we are biologically wired. You can feel a connection with someone online. You're just not as strong. So, yeah, social media. Strange thing, a useful one. I recommend everyone to pay attention to its usage. How much is message is mine? Because if you spend all day with social media, you start thinking like social media. Because don't forget, you are you can only think in things you know. So if you only, you only think, you only spend all day in social media, your brain will automatically only think in social media terms. It's like a language. If you spend programming all day, your mind starts to think like a programmer. I'm pretty sure you heard the... Uh, programmer jokes like dear go to the store and (coughs) buy milk and if they have eggs buy six right and the husband goes to the store and comes back with six uh, cartoons of milk (laughs) right because in programming language there's a logic so if a equals 1, then B 
is this, right? So, <coughs> if there are eggs in the store, then buy six. Well, not six eggs, but six milks. That's how programmers think. And if you spend all day programming, that's how you will think. Same thing with social media. Limit your time with it. You don't want to start thinking and imposing limited amount of interaction if you are alive because then people get pissed because they're like why are you not reading the nuances why are you not reacting to me well of course you're not reacting to the other person because you are ignoring the more complex patterns of human behavior tone facial uh, expression etc etc in favor of thinking like twitter which is three words no nuance and limited amount of expression and you lose patience because social media is a constant constant dopamine battle you you read one topic you jump to the other through interaction people can take up to three four hours even days of constant conversation till you get to the same level of uh, understanding and that's fine and that's absolutely fine and we should not ignore this part of our humanity because when you do when you actually get that connection with the other person it's something that makes you feel like a shitty life is actually worth living for and there is actually beauty and hope in the world so communication folks communication it's more important than we think there's actually science behind it let's do it well let's not waste it the only way you can define yourself is by asking other people and if you're not able to ask the other person good questions to make them feel understood the feedback they will give you of who you are will be negative will be shitty will reflect their own mental state if you go in social interactions with the intention of understanding and accepting the other person that's the same thing you will get from the other person try it if you go to a random person and you're angry <laughs> with them and you tell them to go fuck yourself they automatically will tell you back or even slap you but if you go in the conversation with the idea of understanding and acceptance, that's the same thing you will get them. We monkeys mirror each other. And let's not careful let's be careful to not mirror social media and Twitter behavior into real life, because that can be damaging. Alright, boys and girls and uh, sorted living creatures, thank you for joining me on this interesting journey it's been bumpy ride it's uh, my first time doing a podcast i'm learning as well i'm constantly changing as a person i think the only constant thing in the world is change uh, that's a topic for the third season thank you for your patience with me i hope this was as enjoyable to to listen as was me to make it and grow and i hope i will see you next season on karma and collected podcast bye